When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That can, yo. It definitely ever can. How do you know? Because manufacturing. Anyway, that's how manufacturing is. Oh. In English, <laughs> <laughs> that's how manufacturing is. If you ever look at the sprite cam, uh, that's why they did it like that. That's just it. Different every single time. <laughs> I was trying to tell you. You ready to pod? I'm ready to pod. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the show. It's me. It's Chris. We're back. We're podding. We got a lot of things to talk about. Yo, is Will Smith into his friend? <laughs> is, is Usher gay? <laughs> the questions of the universe. Oh, shoot. Are we tired of Andre's flute? Oh, no. My man Drizzy Drake dropped. Applaud for Drake. Man. Two Chains and Lil Wayne dropped. Tory dropped. Oh. From prison. What else? <laughs> they gonna know. They got with the bright orange colors. Yeah. Go, he's drinking with lime. Yeah. He's drinking a, a rhyme. A rhyme. Yeah. He's drinking a rhyme drink. Yo, my name is Kerbin Johnson. That right there is Colorado's very own. Yes. Christopherson. Shalamadang ding dong. That's it. And we're lit. We're back on the show. Yeah. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. Hey, to everybody who loved the, the rom com conversation yeah. last week. Um, thanks. What yeah. a surprise. And also not a surprise because we're professionals at this. We're <laughs> so on. good. We're so good at potting. Yeah. We know exactly what you want. Yes. Yeah, you better understand me. Uh Krill. Talk to me, Goose. Give it to us. Tell me about your experience with Andre 3000's flute album. Oh my God. So the lead up was mysterious. I watched the GQ interview and they talked to him about it and he has he was at the laundromat giving the interview because mm-hmm. he was like yeah i go to this laundromat all the time because i like to be normal and uh, no, i'm tired of celebrities doing that right hey yo you know who started that jennifer lawrence yeah yo, i'm, I'm just Lauren, like everybody I'm normal. else I am. With a voice no you're not she said, i'm just like everybody else by the way if you see her in that movie uh uh what's it called no hard feelings. No hard feelings. Boy, I had some feelings. I, <laughs> I, I, I never liked me some J-Law to that oh, right no. there. I said, boy, if you don't take there me to a, a beach side, I'm ready to I go. I was missing. So I haven't seen the movie. All right. So Andre, he goes to the laundromat. He does. Uh, and he goes, yeah, um, 
I really tried to make a rap album, but this is just what flowed through my body. Yeah. Which I think is the name of his first track. Um, yeah, I really tried to make a a, a a rap album, but this is what um, where the wind took me this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like telling the interview, and in between washing loads, he goes to the back alley and plays a flute. <laughs> and I was like, huh, that's crazy. Uh, so I'm thinking it's going to be like like lo-fi stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like going to be have a beat. It had no no beat. No, no, no. He legit, and he, he said it too, and I should have listened. It's all improvised. We literally just hit record and winged it. And I was like, okay. He literally winged it. He, like, hit record uh, and, like, put the microphone to the speaker <laughs> and then went <laughs> to the back and then started playing. Kelby, half the tracks are 12 minutes long. I see. <laughs> There's I eight see. tracks. Took you about 48 hours to finish yeah. the album. <laughs> so I was like, okay, the last track is 18 minutes long. You think I'm going to sit there for 18 minutes? <laughs> I was like, this is like the opposite of what you expect from somebody. Yeah. Which, you know, yeah. I guess that's on me or whatever. But you, you come from this like outcast. He's rapping. He's dropping bars. Yeah. To. It's, it was a it was a no for me, dog. Ah! It was a no for me. But listen, some people are into that stuff. Cool. I'm not yucking anyone's yum. Nobody's into it. But and I know how some people. No, there's I like know, some hipster dudes who nah, are like. I love transient. Like yo, it's fake. They fake. All the hipster dudes who want to have eclectic <laughs> sounds and things in their mind, who they want to heal to this and all yeah. this stuff. You're lying. This is very esoteric. <laughs> right? Ain't nothing was good about this album. No. All right? I listened to it, too. It was so bad. This was the worst flute anime music oh, I ever heard. You would have thought if he was sitting under a bridge in New York in Soho playing that flute this many years, he would have been good at it. Yo, Andre, what are you doing? It was sad. Take the beads off, brother. Go go rap. And, yo, this is the beef I have with 48-year-old rappers these mm. days. Oh, well, would you want me to be rapping about getting my colon cleansed? Yes. Do it. At least, you know, keep it unique. Yes. Come on. I want you to rap about <laughs> you going to the laundromat. Yeah. Give me some weird alien bars about folding clothes. Yeah. J. Cole did it. <laughs> How old is J. Cole? Uh, it, it don't matter. Oh, okay. okay. J. Cole gave us uh, uh, um, that song, Fold and Close. If y'all real fans, you would have known that. <laughs> he gave us bars for that. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of the old rappers saying I'm too old at 48 years old. Your skin is still snapping back. You got four gray hairs in your head. You're not old. Stop acting like rap is just for old, for young people. 50 Cent been on tour for the past two and a half yeah, years, yeah, and on. everybody loves it. Man only has one album. Yeah. Andre, even the eclectic guys ain't going to like this one. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's cute that you love your, fu- your, your flute. We know that you've been, you know how to rap still because you rapped on the Michael album. He did. And you was fire. He's been dropping verses everywhere. You dropping verses all over the place and it's fire. You bodying everybody. Stop it with the I'm old thing. You're not. You're not even 50. 
I'm a 48-year-old man. What y'all want me to rap about my colonoscopy? Yes. And how many times you gonna get that? You're only 48. I probably would have loved that if he rapped about his colonoscopy. Folding clothes. Can you imagine him, his verse. I'm tired of all of this. If Jay-Z can still rap a little bit, you got it. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. And you great at it. Yeah. Stop with the really with the flute it. stuff, Mr. Badu. You know what? Whatever. He didn't even have to drop this. He was like, nah. Hey, whatever. Nah. Nah. Take it back. Undrop it. <laughs> I listened to it thinking, yo, I'm about to get my eclectic bag. I'm about to say, um, I'm about to say Grand Rising. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like the uh the artists that start as rappers and then they become country singers all of a sudden. No, nah, that's still hard though. At least you remember when Jake when uh uh DJ Khaled said they make him mysterious music. <laughs> they don't even got bars in it. Right. That's what this flute album yeah. is. And I know some of y'all gonna be out there lying, talking about, well, I was healing to this. No, you wasn't. If this is healing to you, you're I didn't broken. Know when it kicked in. I didn't know when like the main thing started. It did it. Like, it's been 12 minutes. There's, we still got another four to go. Man, I turned it off. <laughs> I turned it off. Yeah, no. It's garbage. I, like, skipped through it and, like, fast forward to, like, maybe there was, like, a beat drop. But I thought you was going to take a little something and then listen to it. No. Well, I heard it this morning because oh. it didn't come out to whatever. Would it be different if you listen to if you listen to it under the... Under the influence? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Sometimes I'd be in that mode where I just turn the lights off. I cover my eyes and I'll be playing music. But uh, even then, I don't know. Andre, we love you, man. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay? The flutes is throwing me off. I honestly don't think he cares. He's like, here, take it. The flute thing is throwing me off because I think it's an aesthetic. Yeah. I don't believe that you are happily sitting on the floor in the street playing with your flute. I just don't believe it. You're not just, even good at it yet. I think it's the frequency. That like is like hitting a thing in his brain going, okay, this is a good feeling. No, it's not. I think he's running away from something. And I honestly feel like he is fearful. And Bruno Mars spoke about something like this where he had so much success in his early days that now he's fearful of trying again because mm-hmm. what is everyone gonna say if he's not as successful this time as when mm-hmm. he was making grenades? Right. What happens if Andre puts out a rap album this time and it's not as good at what uh, as what we loved him for, which is why he keeps going back to the idea of this is a youth right, thing. Right, this right, is right. A, a game for youth. Yeah. And bruh, no, it's not. We've learned over and over again that the older you get, the better you can get. You need to get out of your own way and give us what we know you want to do, but you're fearful of giving it to us. You got to believe. Man, I turned that stuff off so fast. I was like, yo, (laughs) what anime show am I watching right now? This This is trash. And, yo, I know y'all about to rub some black African soap on your skin listening to this. (laughs) Stop it, man. Stop it. I already saw some of the comments on like, yo, I was healing to this this morning. Yo, this changed my frequency. My vibrations is all over the place. Yo, shut up. Go listen to Janae Aieko. Yeah. At least there's like a structure to what Janae is playing. 
I just find it ridiculous. Yeah. Man, let's move on. <laughs> let's Sorry. move on. How was Drake's? Oh, yeah. Was it a full album or three tracks, like you said? Six. Ooh, you got double. <laughs> your, expect- <laughs> your expectations were here. He brought you here. <laughs> there you go. Uh, my man deliver, boy. There you go. My man Aubrey deliver. Is it hot bars? It's not like it's all rapping. Okay. Except cool. for the last song, which is ninety percent rapping, mm. and it's an anthem on F my ex. Nah, he nah. This is Drake saying like, listen, when I make music, I think about it in the long term. I think about what song can I make that's probably going to grow on you and you're going to be dancing to it and you're going to like it eventually enough for me to tour this for the next 40 years. Mm-hmm. And then people respond to that weird the first year that it's out. And then eventually, I'm like, yo, that song was low-key a sleeper. Yeah, like, yeah, this one yeah. was fire. Like, man, that, right? So he's like, yo, if y'all think I can't rap anymore, if y'all think I can't do this anymore, let it. me show y'all. My man dropped six, and he got six back. He man. went six for six on this one. <laughs> yeah. Man, drop <laughs> man, Aubrey, man. He came at there would there would he dropped so many dope bars. And you know what? This is not the best he can do. Nah. Nah. That was just a little teaser. Nah. This was like a this was a I could do this in five days. Imagine if I took my time. Mm. Yep, yep, yep. I like that. Now I'm not gonna forgive him for uh fat D. Forgive anyone for fashion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna forgive him for for all the dogs. Huh. Every time I listen to it, I go back and forth on the quality. Sometimes I think it's good. Sometimes I think it's not so good. Mm-hmm. And the, and I took a break from listening to it. And I went back to it. I was like, this ain't so good. But then I listened to it more. Like it's alright. <laughs> but I ain't gonna ever forget this timestamp song on for all the dogs. Not good. I ain't going to forget slime you out. Not good. Sorry. It ain't growing on me. But these ones, they're not bangers. Mm. Maybe except for the last song, but they're not bangers. They're just a little something to tell you, listen, I can still rap. Mm -hmm. And the worst thing that's going to happen to these songs is they're going to go away. Mm. They are all six, maybe except for the sixth one. Might have a little staying power because it's a little bit of an anthem song. Mm-hmm. But all of these songs are going to go away. Mm-hmm. None of them are going to chart like crazy. They might in the first week because it's Drake. But after that, they're going to go away. But this tells you, yeah, mm-hmm. I got the pen. I know what y'all going to say. Oh, he don't write his own songs. Whoever writes the songs got the pen. Mm-hmm. And they bodying. Now what we need is the banger with the lyrics meet somewhere in the middle because lately we've been meeting the banger side, but not really great lyrics. Now this is great lyrics and the songs are cool as songs. But they're not bangers. They're not bangers, no. They, They will go away for sure. So 
Shout out my man Drake, man. Man, I'm another another round of applause for Drake. Yes, Drake, man, that's the guy right there. <laughs> Drop six for six, man, six six. Yes, sir. Ah, oh, man. And then two chains away. Now this two chain away album to me is the one for the weekend. Mm. I loved it. I know everybody say, yo, if this was 2015, it will be fire. Yo, it's 2015. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it is. <laughs> it's fire. This is the fact. The tracks I you were lo- playing in the car was really good. Moderated by 50 Cent. Mm-hmm. The songs are great. The beat, the beats are great. The 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 sequencing is great. Yeah. I didn't find a single skip on it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, this is, this is, this is like a Oh four Wayne run that we're getting <laughs> right now. Yeah. Cause, cause we got, we got the verse on the Tyga and YG song, which was flames <laughs> brand new. That brand new with Lil Wayne on it, fire. Once he took that auto tune, the excessive auto tune off his voice. Now we know who we talking yeah, about. Yeah. 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 Now we know, like, all right, Wayne is back. Yeah. Bodied that song. He gave us a single. I want to say with two chains that was good. Then he came back with another one. Long story short, fire. <laughs> it's the enthusiasm for me. Man, I said, why ain't nobody talking about this? I went on Twitter. No. I had two, three tweets. Oh, man. I was like, damn, yo. It's because you have to look on X. He was looking at Twitter. My bad. <clears throat> Elon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Muskie. Yeah, man. Shout out Lil Wayne, man. And yeah, 2 Chains. Because I was chains. wondering, where's 2 Chains been? And he's, he's, bars, he's there. Dude. No, he's so good. Have you watched his YouTube series where he like eats the most expensive or oh, does yeah. the most expensive oh, stuff? Yeah. I used to watch Hilarious, that. Oh, yeah. Bro. Oh, yeah. That's the, that's the one right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Now, 2 Chains is, he's, he's low-key funny and he's a low-key artist. Yeah. Like, he's a good yeah. artist. He comes out with a lot of crap sometimes, I will say. I was not a big fan of a lot of stuff he put out, but when he's on it, he's on it. His 2012 run where he said, mm-hmm. uh, 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 I wish I was like a kitchen cabinet. Like, <laughs> that's, that's, just, that's the, great. The bar he dropped that I heard was, we be rolling out like, like a paraplegic. <laughs> <laughs> he's a funny rapper. That's what I like. He's real funny. 50 Cent funny rapper. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. like he say, some, he say like real right. stuff, you know, too. But then he, he might come out and say like, I love you like a fat kid like cake. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Fire. You know? So uh, that's the one for me this weekend. Yeah. Great. I have to listen to the rest of it. Oh, it's a must. And you yeah, got to listen yeah. from the very beginning because my man 50 Cent was on it. I'm about to go you for know. a drive and listen to it. Drive with your legs. With my legs? I'm sorry. You mean walking? (laughs) (laughs) Drive with your legs. (laughs) Neil deGrasse Tyson over here. I'm going going for uh, a body drive. I'm going to go for a a floaty drive. What? What else dropped this weekend? What else did? Um, There's quite a few things. Some movies coming out. That Hunger Games movie. Came out today. Damn, everybody. Oh, it came out today? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Everyone was talking to me about it. I thought it was a trailer that came out. Mm-mm. It came out today. You going to go see it? I might. I only saw the f- first two of the other one. The J-Law ones. 
Uh, I can't watch none of that stuff. No. Now, because I saw Harry Potter 3. That's all you need. That's Alfonso Cuarón, who did uh, all them other movies. It's too damn scary. It is. It's so scary. I can't watch none of that. Imps and elves, dragons and and hungers, games, poverty, all that stuff. I can't watch. Is it poverty? Yeah. (laughs) And worst of all, poverty. I I couldn't even watch. uh, What was the Hunger Games like TV show where they were playing the? Squid games. I can't watch none of that stuff, man. I can't watch none of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too scary for me. I get nightmares. Every time I take a melatonin, I wake up in the middle of the night scared for my life. It's just a no. I'm not watching none of that stuff. I would want to see J-Law in that movie I saw, and I forgot the name of it. No hard feelings. No hard feelings, and that's it. I ain't trying to see her fight for nobody life. Nah, nah, nah. Is she in that movie? In the new one? Yeah. Good. Because it's a like a... Prequel, good. I'm barely a fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know what else is coming out. I don't know. A lot of trailers are dropping now that the strike is over. Strike is over. We're watching a lot of them trailers coming. What if out. they just put Barbenheimer right back? Out? Hey, yo, yeah. yo, yeah, <laughs> I forgot again. about this. <laughs> Here we go again. This is the the Barbier version. Oh, that's it. Come on. More complaining. <laughs> let me not. Let oh, me not no. get into my bag. He said it. I didn't. I love Barbie. I'm just kidding. You liked it? I loved it. You loved it? I thought it was great. It's hilarious. I, I can see where lot, certain but... people will be complaining about it, but to them, I say, suck it up. <laughs> this is true. It's true. I liked it a lot, but I do think for a movie called Barbie, Ken stole it. He did. Brian Gosling. Brian Gosling is like so slept on. Oh, yeah. He's so slept. You're like, oh, he's just the whatever chiseled chin no. dude. I'm like, no, this guy's a comedy genius. Oh, I ain't gonna go that far. He but is though. He, is, he got go his timing far. down to a science. He's a very, very good actor. He's good. Let's just do this poll real quick before we get into all this stuff. <laughs> Who's a better nice. actor? Who's a better actor, Jake Gyllenhaal? I knew you were gonna say oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Or Ryan Gosling? Oh no, they're, dude, they're both slept on, bro. Oh god, I don't know who's better. Yeah, shit. I mean, there's a clear, there's a clear this person is, that's better. Yeah. No, yeah, it's clear. Yeah, and it's not the person that drives. No, no. no, no. <laughs> I I do like more Dylan Hall projects than I do Gosling. Southpaw, dude. Prisoners, dude. Um, what was the one where he like broke his kitchen? Oh, Spider Man Two. No, <laughs> I don't know that that happened. Spider Man Two, Demolition something. Demolition. I think it's just called Demolition. Yeah. You ain't even mentioning the one. Uh, 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 the one with Anne Hathaway. I love that one, dude. Uh, loving other drugs. Ooh, that's a movie. There's another. There's another one. Which one are you talking about? No, no. We're talking about Brokeback Mountain. Let me correct. I love loving other drugs. Terrible movie. Love the movie. Yeah. Terrible movie. Love the movie. It's great though. I love that movie. Shit, it's good. But Brokeback Mountain. That's That's fire. That right there. Brokeback different boy. I like that movie. Cause he went from Bubble Boy to Butt Boy. But all right, okay, <laughs> broke back mount. Okay, <laughs> okay. The fact that they call it broke back is hilarious. Come on. 
I thought that movie was genius, yeah. and I can understand how the person who makes Brokeback Mountain goes to make a movie about a kid next to a tiger in the ocean. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Just fantastic. Worst Dylan Hall movie is either that one project that seven people saw and it was an art film, art house film, or Spider Man mm-hmm. 2. Spider Man mm-hmm. 2 is pretty bad. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. It's like a Canadian film. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Will Smith has a friend assistant who was mentioned in Will Smith's book. And I believe that he asked Will Smith for some money for being mentioned in the book. Will Smith offered him a a sum of money. He didn't agree with that being the correct amount of money. So he decided to go out and tell his truth. And his truth is that one time when he was looking for Will Smith, he burst into a room searching for him and he was having a time with his best friend, Will Smith, having a time with his best friend an intimate moment with Dwayne Martin. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could see it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I know, but that's no, not right. No, no that's not right. It ain't right. No, no, like no, no. they it's need to sue. No, no, that's fact. It's allegations. allegations. It's allegations. Uh, Innocent to proven guilty. That's fact. He needs to be caught with his pants down. <laughs> 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 Which apparently he was, but only one week. Oh, that's true. Oh shoot, what we caught him in that. Yo, if all right. <clears throat> Does this connect a lot of dots if it if that if that fact is true? Well, what dots would need to be connected? The rest of his entire life. No, and okay. I say that because the Will Smith that I understand wants to to be like a a superhero in everything that he does. Mm-hmm. So. Off screen includes him being the world's greatest husband, the world's greatest dad, the world's greatest. And I think the complexity of his relationship with Jada is is on him and Jada. But if it were up to Will Smith, from my perspective, he would have the greatest wedding and marriage Mm -hmm. with Jada. And Jada is the person who finds who found at the time marriage to be like something that she wasn't sure if she wanted and you know it's it's difficult for her and you know blah 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 so but also you don't know these people you know you don't know these people and they could be I mean I don't know I don't know that's listen listen at this time day and age does it really matter that's what I was gonna say if I was Will and I know people look at Will a little weird right now, just in this moment, at least right, the last three right, years. Right. Ever yeah. since the meme came out, he was looking like he was about mm-hmm. to cry. Um, people looking at Will a little different. And I think, and this is like purely from the PR standpoint. If he came out, mm-hmm. he wins women back. Now, he wins a different women 
back because they're not going to look at him as the will who they loved and found so attractive Mm -hmm. and blah, blah, blah. But now they're going to look at him as misunderstood. Now I get it. Oh, God. All eyes open. Let's accept him. All these things. I think that boosts him. Now, he does lose a lot of men because Will is one of the guys that guys want to be. Sure. Yeah, the tall, yeah. confident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, successful, well-spoken. Everybody respects him. Everybody thinks he's funny. He's the guy guys want to be. He loses a lot of those, especially because a lot of the guys who are following his journey in that way are hyper-masculine. And yeah, when you're hyper masculine, like yeah, dude, yeah, it's him. It's the rock. Mm-hmm. It's Jaman Hansu. Yeah, it's Michael Jai White, you know, but in the superstar realm, it's the rock. It's Will Smith. Mm-hmm. That's all we got. Yeah. Maybe Denzel, if you count Equalizer. Let's do the Equalizer. Yeah, yeah. But and he did like, what was the one with the Australian dude? Russell Crowe, American Gangster. Different. 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 Training Day. Different. It's not climbing off the side of the mountain and saving the world and all this stuff. No, it's different. So, and, and I think that ultimately when you win women, you could win back men. Yeah. Because it's, the core is always with women. So, I, I think if he came out, no problem. But that's if he is that. Yeah. And also, he has all the right to not. Like, literally everything else about his life has been, like, aired out. Which is weird. Yeah. But whatever. I don't understand that, but okay. Maybe that's maybe that's what happens in Hollywood when you hit a certain point in your career. You just go, all right, I have a lot of things to say. Let me write a tell-all book. Right, Let me right, tell you all about right. my life. Because it's no longer about your ability to thrill the audience. It's about you, the brand. But i never seen, I never seen Samuel Jackson do that. Mm-mm. He just came out with a kid's book to go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> that no, was he it. didn't. Did he really? Yeah. Well. It's called Go the Fuck to Sleep. Okay, well. <laughs> okay, well, never mind. Morgan Freeman. Yeah, <laughs> we never yeah. see Morgan Freeman. Well, I'm saying, like, it's not like his autobiography. It's just yeah. a kid's book, you know. What if you opened it up and it was like, this day in mother... <laughs> he has him... There's an audio book of him reading it. It's hilarious. <laughs> I would love to know what kid gets... That right. book to go, go to, to, to bed. Ciao. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Hey, man. Shout out to Will. <laughs> hey, man. Do you? Or whoever. Do, oh, yeah, I was going to say, whatever, like, whoever you want. Now you're encouraging him. Um, yeah. Do whatever. That's the, be- that's the best way to say it. And I don't know, man. I don't want to disrespect these people. But uh, what I will say is the friend or this assistant of Will Smith's who who decided that he wanted to air this out. And it's crazy because when you see the video, or there's a lot of TikToks about it, but when you see the video of him speaking on like, oh, yeah, I was in the book, they show you the video of him talking to Will Smith, like, I'm in the book, right? And Will's like, yeah, you in the book. 
When you have a friend who's so impactful in your life that you want to put them in a book, and then they turn around and start spreading gay rumors about you yeah. for money. Yeah. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. I think in the interview they said, why would somebody need enemies when they got friends like you? And he glossed right on over that. But you know what? Yo. Mm-hmm. I had to learn recently, most of the people you're working with ain't your friends. Like in at your job, maybe. But if sure. you hire them, they're not your friends. Some of them, like some of them might slip through the cracks. Yeah. But for the most part, you hire somebody, especially for a long time, you keep paying them. Shoot. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to keep going down this path. Yeah. So, Kiki Palmer's boyfriend, let me restate, Kiki Palmer's father of her child was speaking to her mother, I think behind the door or something of the sort, and it appears that this whole Usher thing was a bigger deal than I even expected, because I know he tweeted out about it, and in my mind, I was like, okay, you tweeting out this whole Usher, you're a mom thing, her dressing up the way that she did to go to the other sh- uh, this Usher show, to me, was just a, a, a signal of other symptoms, like other things happening, but it seems to be like this was a huge thing to him, and so the, he's telling her mom, like, she should have been wearing clothes. She should have been wearing clothes, and her mom says behind the door, yelling loud, yo, Usher's gay. Dummy, I just fixed the whole problem. Don't worry about it. Oops. Now, is she so close to Usher that she would know that? She's Kiki Palmer's mom. And Kiki Palmer just did a whole music video with Usher. So? And Kiki Palmer's mom is like tied to the hip with Kiki Palmer. So she's in the loops, you know, the way that Kiki is. Maybe just not vocally to us, we the people, because she's not the famous one. But her daughter is, and her daughter brings her in everything. So, I ain't here to say yes, he is, and no, he's not. But, um, you know how moms, though, be like trying to just protect their kid, so they'll say whatever to clear the name? Yeah, That could also be. This could also be. No, I will say I heard some things a long time ago. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> and I go, I'm not here to repeat that or yeah, whatever. Yeah. I heard some things about a lot of people. When I first moved to LA, uh, I'll put it like this: everybody, you in the industry was different. Mm. Like they, they was a little flexible, you know, sexually flexible. And the names I heard that went around the block did include Usher mm-hmm. and others. Now, what does that mean for Usher? I think he says nothing and he just continues on and it's yeah. fine. It's whatever. Um, but, you know, listen, I wouldn't be surprised either. He's a, a dancer and a singer who in my mind, is like a male diva. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, not to say like diva in a negative sense, 
but in my mind, he's like Mariah Carey, you know, yeah, like, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. when you get to that level of fame, he's a pop star. Yeah. He's a star, you know, and when you have stardom attached to you, to you, there's some traits that I can understand, mm-hmm. you know? So again, I go back. If I was in PR, I'd be like, yo, just say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real. Yeah. Like, you <laughs> come out on Instagram live and bad bunny it. Just kiss the guy right there. Come on. You know? And everyone's going to go, oh my gosh, he kissed the guy. And then they're going to move on. And you're like, okay, well, he's bi or gay. Whatever. Right. Um, Your mom, you gotta start yelling. Yeah, that's so funny. You gotta start yelling. But I understand you protecting your daughter, so protect you your daughter. You gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. You gotta do what you gotta do. Everybody, support Usher. <laughs> He's, you know. <laughs> everybody who likes Usher, I like you. So, I support you. <laughs> All right, we got one more of these. <laughs> okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But it's in a mix of a lot of things. Uh-oh. So, Cassie the singer... Familiar? Know that song? Alright. I'll listen to it later. Cassie the singer was Diddy's girlfriend, or so they claimed to be. She files a lawsuit against Diddy, claiming that for over a decade he was abusing her sexually and uh, physically. And uh, they, he would force her to, to participate in things that he would call freak-offs, where he would hire sexual uh, sex workers, male sex workers, to come and, and, and have her sleep with them while he watched. Mm. And he, like, you know, played with himself and whatever. And in those allegations, it was a lot of, like, freakiness that was included Right, that, right, right. Um, that not acts. only yeah right not only includes that but Diddy like fueling her with drugs and alcohol and forcing her to be to abuse those things and he was 37 when they met and she was 19 and he would like that the allegedly 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 um you know hit her and and pay off hotels to get the footage of that and hide her in in hotels for days at a time until the bruises went away um and anytime she would try to leave he'd have his people go find her and bring her back and all this stuff so that lawsuit came out and 50 cent responded with a selfie of him looking like this and he Mm. said brother love brother love brother Uh love now if you don't know that is one of diddy's monikers Mm -hmm. brother love that's his name so um Jesus, yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna touch that one. Just don't, don't do that to people. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't ever do that to people. Even if they like are like, oh, I think I'd like something. No, don't, don't hurt people. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna be quick to 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 say he did and 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 or he did not, and or you know whatever. But what I can say is, um, they. TMZ has come out and said that there is a secret criminal investigation that the NYPD is doing against Diddy for um, sexual assault. And in that lawsuit that Cassie filed that was just for $30 million, it includes sex trafficking 
Oh. Yeah. So, um, you know, we, we start to hear these about celebrities and people that have money and power and all these things. We hear about that. We've heard about it a lot, especially since the Me Too movement. And uh, I think it's important that people stay somewhere in the middle when you hear the first things of this. Now, granted, when you have 10 years of <laughs> things to say, um, that's, that's a significant amount of information to where it, it makes it difficult to say all of it is a lie. Right. Um, but there's been a, there's a spotlight on Diddy. There's been a spotlight on Diddy all year long. Um, with this whole Keefe D thing, the murder of Tupac, people are asking if he mm. if he is the one who paid for it. Um, in the lawsuit, it mentions that when she dated Kid Cudi for a short period of time, Diddy was so jealous that he told her, I'm going to blow his car up. And within the period of time that he said that he was going to do so, Kid Cudi's car blew up. Mm. Like he was sending a horse head mm-hmm. to you know yeah, the mean? mattress, yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, so like he was sending it. fingers to the mom's house yeah, type yeah, of yeah. thing. So you know, I will say this: beware of everybody that dances well. <sighs> Shit. No, no, no. Mm-mm-mm. Hey, man! Shout out to to Cassie. I I know that she's off and married and has children now. And I hope that the grief of whatever you felt, because obviously you felt something enough to do this. The difficulties of you having to go through that and deal with that in the moment and afterwards is monumental. And it's important what she's doing, because if it all turns out to be true, this um this could affect a lot of people you know um these are people that are in the public eye and uh you know when you hear these things it triggers you in many different ways which is why some people don't even want to talk about it i don't even want to talk about it but it happens and this this could be something we need to keep our eye on in the future because it could mean so much more just like the me too movement started with one person and then boom yep you know and sometimes that is the benefit of a celebrity that when something happens to somebody who's in the public eye, it could eventually trickle down to something that affects you and I and other people. So shout out to people who are telling their stories and hopefully uh, this ends up in the right side of justice. Yes. Yes, please. What else did I have for you? <laughs> Segways. Um, you've never been to Chicago. No, I've been trying to go. I feel like you and I need to go because there's one Chicago staple tradition that you kind of have to go through that I kind of want to be there for. If you send me to Old Black to go get jumped in, I promise you it's going to be your last trip, Playboy. It's going to be your last trip. never put you in danger, my friend. It's called Malort. And it's like the alcohol that's like manufactured in Chicago. And everyone in Chicago is like, this is the best drink ever. You take shots of it or you just drink it. 
it's like like a, a good portion of people say it's amazing, it's great, it's this, it's that, and the third. Other people say it's like licking an eraser. You take a shot of it, and it's like drinking car oil. And I'm in that camp. And a lot of people that I know from Chicago are like, you're crazy. It's amazing. It's not amazing. It's 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 like licking an eraser. That's exactly what it tastes like. Uh, someone said rubber bands is like eating rubber bands. I was like, ooh, yeah, and that's pretty much. What it's it a is. drink. It's a drink. It's a liquor. You know why I don't trust drinks? Go ahead. Because I remember somebody said, "Oh, you gotta drink a pint of Guinness." I drank that Guinness, and it's the nastiest that's thing. That's a very dark stout beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's thick. It's disgusting, and I love thick. Oh, this is okay. I. I don't doubt you. Um, but I love thick. Go ahead. And there's a thick at Sherman Oaks Mall right now. Oh, so, God. oh my God. Uh, she, I, I'm going to call her my lord. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Well, I don't think my lord's thick, but it's, uh, it's gross. But hey, you, you want me try to try it. it? I do. Nah. Because I had to do it. You should do it. You should get let me know what kind of Kool-Aid they have is, is okay. Chicago. All right. <laughs> I'm going to get some of that. That'll be your chaser. How yeah. That? Uh, uh, you know, I don't really drink like that. I know um, you don't. I drink my sure. little seltzer. Yeah. I drink my one. Yeah. After that, I'm like, okay, cool. I ain't going to get no head- you know, headache. I'm good. Even when I went to Bali, they had some called ba- Arak Bali. And it's like a vodka, but like a, a mixture of drinks that's mm-hmm. native to Bali. That made me throw Just the idea of it made me throw up. Uh, I ain't about to go drink that. Yeah. I can't even drink the water there. Yeah. It's yeah. It's an experience. Drink it. I was like, do I want to do this? No, it's fine. <laughs> you think you think the potential fifteen hundred people right, <laughs> are gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna buy this because of the yeah, yeah, you're gonna owe me a check. Yeah. Um or more. Sometimes we have more. Yeah. Whatever. Uh yeah, mm, we'll see. <laughs> but I do, I do want to go to Chicago. Chicago. I like Chicago, and believe it or not, I want to go there in the winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I get be it. Cold as balls. I but. get it. I get it. It's gonna be negative thirty. I'm not supposed to go to Subway at night. I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it does. Yeah, it also depends like where you are downtown. Yeah. Or no, yeah, no. I heard. Yeah. It's um, if it didn't have real weather, I would move there. Gladly, I moved there in our. If it did not have they, real they weather, have like oh, tornadoes and all kinds of stuff. I'm like, oh, no, thank you. I'm good. And the, the like, it gets to below zero uh, in the winter. No, no, thank you. But it's great. It's wonderful. Like, I like seasons, but it needs to be uh, a range of seasons that's within a yeah thing. Like it needs to go down to twenty. And then it needs to go at max, <laughs> like, 80. I don't know where you're going to find 90, that, maybe. But. but I don't. I saw a video of why not to move to Florida the other day. Mm. And bevy of reasons, but one of them was the fact that they don't have seasons there. And some people are just tired of the, like, eight months of summer. Sticky. And I was like, dude, I totally get that. Here in Los Angeles, it's nine months of summer. Yeah. And then like two months of winter and then one month of spring. Yeah. And it's just it's freaking gross. <laughs> yeah. But that's why people pay to come here. 
Yeah. They want all this the people shit. that don't know what they don't know. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm talking to you. <laughs> I'm talking right to you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Um, what else happened? Um, so Brazil uh, was expecting the uh, visit from uh, T Swizzle, T Swiftenberg. Mm-hmm. Um, was on still on the Eras tour, and she's about to do it in Brazil. And the president or the whatever leader of Brazil. Was like, yo, we're gonna give her a welcome sign on the giant Jesus statue. I, I, it's called something. I forget what it's called. There's statue de Jesus. No, <laughs> there's like an official, like whatever it is. Um, we're gonna uh, project an image for her when she flies into Brazil. She'll be able to see the image or whatever it is. Now, me seeing it, the headline beforehand, I was like, what the heck is this? That you're willing to like promote this pop star on Jesus, like I'm pretty sure that's a biblical no-no. But uh, now seeing what it was, it also benefited like the archdiocese, whatever mm-hmm. of the giant statue of uh, whatever it is. I-, I gotta look up the actual name. I'm gonna tell you <clears throat> something, Chris. Go ahead. When you and Beyonce could change the economy of a country, you're going to put a T-shirt on Jesus, too. Okay? I'll tell you what. It was done tastefully. I'll say that. Don Taste... Oh, Christ I thought, the Redeemer is what it's called. I'm I sorry. thought the name of it was Don Tastefully. Oh, it could be. Don. Don Tastefully. <laughs> okay? That's your new nickname. This is what I'm going to say. <laughs> it was done tastefully. Okay? When you see your people in the street, tired and hungry, Hungry and tired. And you just know they got one savior. And he's on the statue right there. And they still hungry and tired. You know what we got to do next. We got to call Taylor Swift. If Beyonce decided that she wanted to get a, a, the pair of pants on Jesus right, right. on the statue, yeah. Lord, they're going to be the next superpower right, right, of the right, earth. Right. That's just at first. I was like, what the hell are you doing? Like That sounds like not what Christians believe and Catholics believe. Um but now that I know, like, it was, like, for a good cause, I was like, okay, cool. That's, that's pretty cool. But it's wild that, because the president himself said it's, like, this era's, this generation's Michael Jackson. Um, and it's it's wild that we're seeing, and it's, like, I'm not, it just dawned on me, the popularity of Taylor Swift is as big as the Beatles, had the people chasing after him down the street like they couldn't be in in the same place for a while because people would chase after them because they loved them so much michael's uh crowd was like fainting all over the the stands and stuff like that and now we're seeing people do the same thing to beyonce to taylor swift to all these people it's surreal that this is like happening now i'm gonna say this yeah taylor's a gangster she is Matter of fact, I was I was in WSS the other day. I I heard a Taylor Swift song come up. I tell you, I started shaking it. For sure. I started going crazy. I was like, yo, what is this? I thought it was Drake. You, okay, sure. <laughs> go ahead. I thought it was fire. I was like, yo, I'm not going to go Google this or nothing, but I know it's Taylor. Yeah. I know it's Taylor. You can hear the voice. And when people say, oh, Back in the day, it was so much harder for Michael to be Michael. 
Right. Like, let's just pick, say, for example, Drake tied with Michael for the number one amount, most amount of number one songs. I think by male artist, male single artist. Mm-hmm. Everyone said it was harder for Michael. It was harder. Because you had to step outside and go buy the albums. If it was so easy for everybody to do today, why is it taking since Michael for so, artists yeah, big. Yeah, to yeah, do yeah. it again? Yeah, yeah. Michael been dead fifteen years, fourteen years. That's wild to me too. But, it really yeah. is. The day I moved here, Michael died. That's crazy. He gave me space to breathe. But <laughs> I was gonna say, was stupid. Give me go. Okay. It is hard to be that person. Yeah. And Taylor's that person. Gee. Now, thanks to Kanye. And thanks to just pure luck. Taylor has something about her that I think people see in themselves, which is why I think the idea of celebrity is sold to us and people stop buying. What do I mean by that? When you watch a movie about how to build a celebrity, they take a normal person, they glam them up, they put them in outfits people can't afford, they put them in shades people can't afford, they give them a look that people can't normally get, Mm -hmm. and then they say, this right here is a pop star. That's what they are. They give them a name that people don't have, and they make them look larger than life. Mm -hmm. And it fails more than it succeeds and then you got a girl who looks like Mm -hmm. she done came out of walmart Mm -hmm. maybe target she buys trader joe's food Mm -hmm. you know she's just chilling she got a guitar and she knows how to make a tune and she seems relatable this is what j-law was trying to do all along just ain't work for her and boom now we have a celebrity She's bringing families together. Families. Children. It's a different experience yeah. when we're talking about Taylor Swift. It worked for Michael because Michael was a genuine, unique guy. Right. He he was a unique guy built by the industry, but in its own way. But he started with family. Yes. A totally unique guy. Prince, unique guy. Yeah. Genuinely. The, the element mm-hmm. that is missing in celebrity Manufactured celebrity is genuine uniqueness. Yep. That's why people like Taylor. And that's why I like Ice Spice. Anyways. (laughs) That's why I like Ice Spice. Okay. Um, So, shout out to Taylor, man. She's changing Jesus statues. Mm -hmm. Um, Listen, man. They need to take that statue and put it in San Francisco. Because I saw when Gigi Ping came through, they cleaned up all the streets. They took all the homeless people out the street. They took all the homeless people out the sidewalk. They took all the poverty and sent it down to Southern California. Yeah. They did everything they could do to make sure when Gigi Ping comes through, he ain't stepping over bodies on the side of the street. But when he ain't here, oh, they lift the rug up and all the crap falls out. They need to, do, they need to bring Taylor Swift to San Francisco and fix that city permanently. Yeah. It's it, wild. If Brazil gets Taylor money, I'm telling you, they the next China. Mm-hmm. Now, breaking news. While we've been speaking, 
Cassie settles lawsuit against Diddy, oh, shit. <laughs> accusing him of rape and abuse. Um, they put out statements. Cassie says, I have decided to resolve this matter amicably on terms that I have some level of control. I want to thank my family, friends and lawyers for their unwavering support. Diddy wrote, we have decided to resolve this matter amicably. I wish Cassie and her family all the best. Love. Well, what was the sentiment for? They don't write. And normally when they do these settlements, they don't tell you. She probably got that 30 million. Probably did. Uh, okay, well. Listen, man, you can't. If, you know, you're going to do what you got to do. If you think that's the best option for you and you're going to be safe or whatever it is, then do it. No reason to poke the bear. This comment says he missed his Illuminati subscription. <gasps> Uh-oh. <laughs> that stuff scares me. Illuminati and all that stuff. Wow. That's unbelievable. Well... I'm flat. I'm my 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 flabbers are gasps. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then uh, Diddy put out a, a statement regarding the alleged sexual assault case, the one that is a secret from the NYPD. Remember, yesterday a member of the NYPD Public Information Office erroneously told a reporter about the apparent existence of an active case file containing the same the name Sean Combs there's no such investigation at present further the release of such information is not consistent with the internal policies of the office of the deputy commissioner public information the NYPD always treats allegations of sexual assault and rape extremely seriously and urges anyone who has been a victim to file a police report so that support and services can be offered to survivors and comprehensive investigation can be conducted. Okay. Well. It say what it say. It is what it is. Unique. Mm-hmm. New, unique New York? Mm-hmm. New York's unique. Uh, anything else? Um, I don't have anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this week is Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. This week is Thanksgiving. I am so upset with myself. I always decide I'm going to start eating less carbs. Right before the holidays. Right when everything turned orange outside. Yeah. I always do that. Now, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to just, I'm going to chill on all that. I'm going to chill. I start seeing my cheekbone pop out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then Thanksgiving. Carbs. Oh, I'm about to. Turkey. I'm about to go crazy. (laughs) 
Fuck taking naps. I'm about, all the time. To, I'm about to go crazy. Yep. Cookies, baked goods. God damn it. The rough thing about Thanksgiving is being a second greatest holiday. Is for me, the anticipation is always so great. But the day of Thanksgiving, for some reason, I can only eat a plate and a half. Yeah, but then you got leftovers for weeks. I ain't going to do that. No? No, because I don't cook and I don't have family nearby. Mm, so I'll be leaving. True, true. And then when if I do have some, it's enough maybe for the next day max. Max. So uh, I need to I need to start making local holiday plan. <laughs> true. Do you know? True. Just so I could have a season cuz for me holidays are a day. Mm-hmm. For a lot of people holidays are a season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh I'm gonna start I'm about Do that to that Christmas season. Yeah, oh, I love Christmas. Oh man, it's the best. I love it. It's the best. It's the best. I was thinking about getting a Christmas tree this year. Ooh, I was thinking about getting a tiny Christmas tree this year. Because we've always had the big ones, and they end up in the garage for 364 days. Let me you not put say it that. out for one day, 330 days, um, and then it gets all like bugs in it. Like no, oh, it's a real tree. No, it was like one of those whatever trees, but it was in a cardboard box. We would never like store it in a proper box. We just duct taped the, <laughs> the cardboard box. It was, it was in the garage. Oh, nah, forget it. So I'd rather just get a tiny tree. We have a small apartment. Make it fits. We just went to Walmart. I saw a big, nice tree. I said, "Shoot, man, that might be." That might be you have high. a big one. You have you ornaments. Know, my ceiling is only four feet high. It is. You know what I mean? So, I. You can put it in that corner. Yeah. No, it's gonna bend. Ornaments. It's gonna bend at the top. It's gonna be like this. We have uh, the classic. Disney ornaments that are like real, like good ceramic. It's like there was a collection in the 90s. My mom like bought a bunch of them. Mm. And so we have those. Like, I think it was really popular. But I still have those. As See, I ornaments. never had no ornaments. I've never had a tree. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Every year I That's think true. about getting some and then more friends leave. The, at least that the ones sucks. that I like live with. Right, right, right. You know, because then it's, it's like a vibe when other people are into it. Yeah. When you're sitting at the house by yourself <laughs> like, on nah. Christmas, you're looking at the tree. Like, oh, man, this might be rough. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, so I'm wondering. I almost thought about going Christmas shopping, too. Ooh. Yeah. Who are you blessing with uh, presents? That's the thing. I would have to get gag gifts. Yeah. You know? Those are always the best. And I know if I get Brie a gag gift, she's just gonna be like, "What? So like, this is it? Like, (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, like you could have, you could just got me some tequila, right, right, right." And then, like, she gonna she gonna fake like it because she loves me. Like, oh my gosh, it's so good. Like, she's a great actress. You know, (laughs) sure, (laughs) sure. I don't even know what it would be, but it would just be something dumb. And then for Redman, we'd have to get him something embarrassing. Yeah. 
Like for in the years past, I, I can't even say what we got him, but we we got him all types of dumb stuff. Right. You know that we we it's the reaction. You know. Right. You right, know right, right. if he uses that stuff, like you weird, huh? <laughs> 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 he still keeps it by his. Yeah. Bedside. No, for so no. you know. No, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Right, maybe saying. you know. <laughs> no judgment, no judgment. Right? And then who else? I think I might have got Frank a gift once. Mm. Maybe. Maybe some life advice. Okay. Oh, no, nah, I'm just kidding. Frank Frank doing better than all of us now. Uh yeah, that's it. So I don't know. Did I get you someone? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't really do Christmas well. I don't either. I'll be honest. I'm really shitty at gift giving. Yeah. I'm really bad at the holidays as much as I love it. Right. The only holiday I really do somewhat decently is when I go to the Halloween haunted house. Right. And right, I miss right. it this year. But you don't have to like Halloween's like you don't get people gifts. Like, no, 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 no. But that's why I do it well. Yeah. 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 So I'm thinking maybe next year. Because like last year, what did I do? Do you even remember what you do on Christmas those years? I don't know. Oh, it's always the family's house. Okay. I go to the movies. I didn't go to the movies. Yeah. Uh, I think one year that I actually did good, and this was like the only way that Chris could do good, I gifted everybody DVDs of movies I thought they'd like. Oh. And this was like a year ago, and they don't make DVD players yeah, anymore. What if What if you went to everybody's house and you see that DVD is still wrapped? It's still wrapped. <laughs> no one ever touched it. Yeah. Somebody gave me a DVD of uh, Hotel Rwanda. I want to say. Oh Lord, <laughs> for what? <laughs> what was they trying to tell you? When I graduated high school, everybody knew I was coming to LA to be an actor and a filmmaker. So they was like, "Yo, this is a film with a black lead." You know, you're going to be one of these one day, so you need to watch True Artistry. They gave it to me, boy, I hit the uh, Kobe Bryant with uh, that. I hit the Steph Curry with that. You know, I threw that thing so far, it yeah. frisbee right back and hit me in the back of the head. Oh, my God. I couldn't believe that. I, was, I ain't about to watch Wanda. this. Yeah, I know I can't do sad stuff. Mm-mm. You know, I can't do anything sad. That's why I don't mm. like going to sad countries. I don't like going to sad. I don't like going outside. It's sad uh, outside. It's always sad. You know, yeah, I don't yeah, like going yeah. to the regular store. It's sad in uh-huh. there. After tax, everything's sad. Mm-hmm. You know, there's sad tax. Nah, That's that why I don't want to give people gifts. Facts. Well, I mean, it's it's good. <laughs> I'm sure it is. You but, know, but on Christmas, I t- like as an adult. I remember one year I went to the movies. I went there for like eight hours straight, mm. and then you watched like six movies. Or what? I, I did. I watched like three movies, like mm. three or four movies back to back to back to back huh. to back. I was just chilling because I was like, I ain't got nothing else to do. Right. And then, uh, oh yeah, one Christmas I saw Aquaman. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then sometimes I think somebody be throwing fish fry parties. I feel like you told me about that. Yeah, yeah, I be going to those. It's it's either Christmas or 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 New Year's, mm. something like that. So I I be trying to stay low key until I find some people. Yeah, yeah, I need yeah, to find yeah. some people. You ever feel as a man? This is interesting. You ever feel as a man you're living a lonely life? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like if you really think about like who you be, what you be doing every day, and mm-hmm. how often you hang out with people, mm-hmm. and you're like, huh, I haven't seen people in quite some time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But then that that social media distracts you. Yeah, you're like, makes you feel oh, like yeah, you're connected I'm with, with people. them. No, I'm not. No, I'm sitting on my couch by myself. Since I haven't really been using mine, um, pretty much all year. I need to put mine away. 
I need to just take a, a month off at least and then see because it really does be fucking with my brain. Like, well, I haven't used my page mm-hmm. uh, since March. Mm. So that's a long time. Like April 1st, March 30th. Mm-hmm. And I know what people normally do. They cut. They do these this little hiatus, and then they come back and let you know that they're a doctor now, and how much better it is. And I didn't do it for none of that at all. Um, and it's interesting. I've gone off social media before, and I've always had the need to like go back and check. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, I wonder. But the first time I did it, and this time I'm similar because I don't know what's on there, and I don't need to look. Um. But I, I kind of feel like there's like an error coming for me. An error? Error. An error. I felt this when I was like 26 too. Um, it's hard to predict, you know, when it's coming. But I feel like there's an error that's coming for me that requires an incredible level of focus. And you have these windows that are open that are if you're not focused enough you're gonna miss the mark and it doesn't require you to give up this or that but i remember when i was in eight, 18 or no not 20 and i got off social media social media and i had the desire to lose weight it would Having the time and the focus, I got there like that. Mm -hmm. And it kind of like, it it kind of defined the next like 10 years of my life. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, losing weight, right? That's like the goal. But along the journey, you have all these, you learn all these things about yourself. And the funny thing about me is I am confident today because of that thing that happened in that moment. When I moved to L.A., my my thought process was that I'm going to make it work despite the fact that I know this is not going to work. Mm-hmm. And that puts you in this like not confident position. Yeah, you understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like you're you're immediately telling yourself this is not going to work, but I guess I'll find a way. Instead of being like, dude, I have this. It may not work the way I have it in my mind, but it's going to work. I had no confidence. Though it appeared that I might have. Right. Just because I could talk to people or I was talkative or whatever. Right. But uh uh-uh. Deep inside, I'm like, I don't know if I you ever hear somebody who says, I don't I don't think I'm qualified to do something that they're already doing. Right. That's when you're like, that's why I talked about Andre three thousand like that. Where it's like you lost your confidence. He's incapable and it's like, Hello, sir, you have years and years of evidence. 
of why you are you've very overcome capable. so much. He in his GQ interview, he was like, I, "You got to get in the right mindset for that." This, that, and the third. It's all these like, excuses. What are you talking about? It's do the same thing as when you have no confidence in yourself and everyone sees it, but you don't. Yeah, and that's tough. It's tough when it's people you know. Yeah, and, and you're like, bro, like, oh yeah, do it, do eyes. it, just do it, just do it. So that moment taught me like, yo, wait a minute. If I actually believe in this, I could do it. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I learned about a transferable skill. Because mm-hmm. I firmly believe you could learn something at Wendy's, at a job at Wendy's, and you take it use- somewhere else mm-hmm. that in everyone else's mind mm-hmm. makes no sense. How did you learn Even that? if you like fuck up at it. Yes. You're like, okay, but now I know yes. what to do when that happens. At the Hello. very bare minimum, you could learn how to talk to people yes. a certain kind of way yes. and understand what people are looking for and what they want. Yeah. And that could take you so far. Yeah. But the mentality was, I have to do this thing to change the next 10 years of my life. That's why when I didn't know what the hell I was doing in production, boy, was I getting work. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Because I had some kind of confidence in me that just said, if I could do that. Figure it out. I'm pretty similar. I don't know. I think I need a little more confidence, but I'm pretty similar in that a lot of times I'm like, I'm going to have to figure it out. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And then it's, for me, it's if you tell me I can't do it, I'm like, ooh, ooh yeah, ooh, okay. You're People don't see. even tell me that, I, and it's like a, it's like a jacket that I wear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like people can sense somebody who just they talk a different kind of way. Mm-hmm. You know, and so and sometimes you have to cut something out to get that extreme level of focus. The crazy thing is, ever since I stopped using my social media. There has been so many challenges I never spoke about that mm-hmm. I've gone through. So many. But in my mind, I'm like, this is good. Because the more I learn how to fail at this, boy, does next time, next go around look good. Mm-hmm. Because I think there's, I'm just shooting, I'm practice shooting at the target until it's my turn to shoot through the window and I'm going to get it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to go through all these steps. And again, this is not about social media. It's mm-hmm, about what's, mm-hmm. what it represents. Yeah. And I, I just feel like there's something burning so deep inside of my gut that says, yo, if you just stay right here right now, take everything on your back and don't act like a victim. Act like this is a lesson. If I just stay in this zone right here, right now, Boy, when I come back, they're going to just say it's luck, mm-hmm. but it's not. To bring it full circle, keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. You don't get this flute out of here. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show. We appreciate you. Thanks for watching. Hey, if you are watching this on YouTube, leave us a like. Drop us a compliment. Yep, good catch. Yep. And a compliment. Yeah. If you'd like. Um, uh, if you're listening to this, leave us a review. Let us know this is a five-star podcast. If, um, you know, you like any of the subject matters that we talked about on this show, let us know. We'll We're talk some more to about talk it. To you. Exactly. We really want to talk to you. So just talk to us. We're yeah. 
Yeah. And thanks again for being a fan of the show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for um, giving us your time and your attention. And we'll, we'll see you uh, next week. Same time, same place. This is your Thanksgiving episode. There is going to be a post-Thanksgiving episode. That's how are we working. I'll see y'all next week. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.